Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Weekend Nugget. It's Friday, and the Weekend Nugget is about bringing to life what I think I learned. This is the episode where I share with you what I went through in my first six months. Raw seriousness, not so seriousness, truth. What can you expect from the Weekend Nugget? Well, you can expect vulnerability, rawness, honesty, playfulness. What you should expect is to be contributed to. That's why I do this. Today's topic is... Let's begin the episode. How do you manage the first week? So today we have a special guest. Her name is Michelle Trina. Hello. And she's going to be talking with us about how to manage the first week. So Michelle, tell me, what was your first week like? My first week was a little scary because this was my first boyfriend and I was breaking up with him at 30, 32, 31. I remember. <laughs> And it was weird. I felt really uncomfortable, um, but I wanted it. So it was scary. I felt uncomfortable that you said um, first week at 32, uh, first boyfriend. No, I, I was with him since I was in my early 20s, 22, 23. Oh, okay. All right. That makes a little more sense. It's not weird and so anyway. what if it was my first boyfriend at 32? It totally makes sense. So what was it like, though? Like, what was your, what were some of the obstacles that you went, oh, went through? My- well, the obstacles were that he did not take it well. Mm. And I woke up to a lot of like noise in the house. Really? Yeah. And it wasn't like, well, it was scary because I felt like he wasn't going to harm me or anything like that. But like he was upset. And I had told the therapist that I wanted to separate with right. him there. And that was the night before. And that whole week was bad. Because he was like, I should have left you and all this stuff. And it was, it was hard for him to like swallow it. Swallow the leaf. But I, and I also was sad because I was like, I don't understand what happened. We were supposed to like be together forever. So I, even though I wanted it, I was replaying the first time that we met, the yeah. first year that we met, our engagement, our wedding. That whole week, I spent, like I replayed that in my head a lot. What was it like? It was sad. I was disappointed that it didn't, that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, but I was also very certain it was the best choice because of my daughter. And I felt like if I continue down this road, it, it's going to lead to misery for both of us. Yeah. But of course, like nobody wants to close a chapter where you think it's going to be your happily ever after. Yeah. Were you in control that week or was everything just like, Flying by the seat of your pants. I was in control of the structure I had with my daughter every day, like taking care of her, you know, bedtime routine, that whole stuff. I was not in control of like how to handle him. Mm, that's interesting. What do you mean? I know it sounds really bad, right? How to handle him. Yeah, how to handle him. He sounds um, like a horse. <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I was scared of what could happen because of how he was reacting. So I was, and I had to, I couldn't control that, so... I was fear. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to get out of the house. That was a big thing. I wanted to leave. That's one of the things that I went through too, is that I didn't know where to be. Like I, I, I wanted to leave the house and then I did, but that lasted like a day. And then I'm like, I want to go back home. But it was weird. I didn't know where to, to be that first week. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to react or how to create anything. It was just, I was lost, which is 
scary right like it's fucking hella scary to like not know where you stand like even in the house that you live in right. it's your house did yeah, did your ex-wife make you feel like she could leave and give you space or was that not offered no i think that the the, the mutual agreement was okay she needed space mm. so but and then what happened was like i go i said to her okay i'll give you space so i went to my friend's house and i stayed there for two days but and then I have the ring app. So oh, and then see. she didn't stay in the house for two days. Oh, so what? yeah, that was weird. And then um so I came back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh. like, I came back. And then, you know, that two days late. So in that for my in my first week, that happened, right? The first two days where I left. Then when I came back, she came back. Oh. But she didn't have the ring app. I had the ring app. Oh, did she know that you? So she knew that I can see everything. Well, I took her off the ring app. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah, I took her off the ring app because she was complaining. She's like, ah, and I'm like, all right, fine. Don't be on the ring app. She was complaining that she, she was complaining it. that she was being seen through the ring app before, oh, like, a like a month before. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, but it's for burglars. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was like, you can download that ring app. It's yeah, I wasn't keeping it from her. So it was, it was kind of awkward. And then she was like, I don't have the pot. She was just complaining about things that didn't matter. Yeah. And it was just, like, I don't know, I don't know another reason or the rhyme, but she did. But my first week was that. It was, you know, lost and scared because I'm like, all right, what the fuck do I do? Where do I go? Like, I felt uncomfortable in my own house. Did yeah. you find any solace in, like, going to work? You know, I was on a, in a really big job during that week. It was a really big job. It was, um so i didn't have a chance to really not be inside that game like my head had to be in the job so it would have fallen apart that's hard for a lot of people to do and you were able to do it like i was able to do it yeah i mean so i had i set up immediately like i had um several people that i can call you know my support structure so i would call and you know, like during work i would go there was like a back alley area and i would cry my ass off and it felt, but it felt good to have that structure. So it felt good to have somebody that I can talk to, somebody that, that would listen to me, you know? And then did that, those conversations, were they able, were you able to go back to work and like be productive? Like, I don't think I could do that. Like a lot of people can't, but like you were able to have those conversations and go back into work. Yeah, the conversations were there so that I could go back to work. So when I, whenever stuff was penting up, and here's a, the kicker, my stepdaughter was with me at work. Oh, God. Yeah. Did uh, so, she sense you feeling a certain way? or No, so I, I masked, I mean, you know, energy is energy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she did, but I masked a lot of it. And my stepdaughter also knew that my ex was leaving and that she was seeing somebody else. Ugh. Because they had already gone to dinner. Like, I think she had already gone to dinner with the other. Anyway, fucking, yeah, it's weird. But that's not the point. The point is, how do you manage the first week? And I guess what I, what I would offer people is that how you manage the first week is you embrace it. You know, you reach out to the people that you trust and you communicate what's important to you, that you communicate what's there for you. Like, I, I never shied away from saying what was there. Like, you know, a lot of it was for me was like, you know, why me? I'm a good guy. Why me? Right. Why, why did, why so abrupt? Why not like prep me for it? I feel like if I didn't have my mom or like 
my friend, like I had my friend Doug to talk to and my mom, I wouldn't like, I would be really lost. Yeah. That's how I managed. But yeah, that support structure is really important because with the support structure, what you get is support. Yeah. You get to vent, you know, you get to, to draw the poison. Yeah. Otherwise you're like, I'm, I would sit in bed like anxious and I would call them or would text and like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how else to get through it other than talking it out yeah. or like running. I would run if yeah. I had a chance. There's a metaphor. <laughs> Literally, I was running from my ex-husband, my bills, my yeah. mortgage. I was, we were selling our house too. Yeah. It was horrible. Was that overwhelming when you yeah. started thinking about all that stuff? A lot. Very, I, I get yeah. anxiety thinking about it. I think that was the worst part of that week is like, no, I had, cause somebody asked me, they were like, write down everything that you share with her as an exercise, oh, right? Wow. Like, cause they were telling me to entertain my mind. And I did, when I started writing down everything that we shared, like the accounts, the, you know, all that stuff, I was like, wow, there's a lot of shit that has to be undone. Right. Yeah. But one, one thing at a time, that's what I, I kept telling myself. Cause I was overwhelmed too. of thinking of my house, my daughter, mm filing and i was like how do i get all this done yeah. and moving out and i was like one thing at a time a really good friend of mine told me he, he goes man how do you eat an elephant and i'm like thinking <laughs> in my head i'm like first of all why would you want to eat an elephant and then the second one I'm like what the fuck does an elephant have to do with me getting divorced and then he started laughing and i'm like what's so funny he goes how do you eat an elephant and i'm like i don't fucking know and he's like one bite at a time and it was like in that moment I got it. I'm like, oh, this is how I manage it. I just can only do one thing at a time. I remember you telling me that when I first met you. Yeah. It's stuck. Yeah. <laughs> I it's still funny. try to eat it all. Yeah, it's funny. Try to eat it. You stick the whole fucking elephant in your mouth. <laughs> I love it. So, I mean, that's what I would leave the audience with. I would say, you know, how do you eat an elephant? You know, one bite at a time. So whatever you're going through, wherever you're at, just know that, you can only do one thing at a time. So don't overwhelm yourself. Even if it's overwhelming, put it on paper and then just pick one thing at a time. Talk to your closest, nearest friend or family member. Yeah. That will listen and not judge. Yeah. I told you. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're telling me now. I had my ears plugged. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. I was drowning in marriage. <laughs> I was drinking wine. I didn't hear you over the bubbly. <laughs> Oh, guys, so thank you again for joining us on another Weekend Nugget. And thank you, Michelle, for being a, a guest. Thank you for having me. As always, guys, stay courageous, be vulnerable. It makes a difference. Thank you for listening. That was the Weekend Nugget. Just a little something to get you ready for the next two days. If you want to stay up to date with us, head over to www.divorcethefirstsix.com. Till next week, keep being courageous. Keep being vulnerable. It makes a difference. <laughs>